before when I would head out on vacation, I would overpack. I would bring extra essentials, supplies, snacks, because you never know what you'll need when you're away from home. I would too, but that is all in the past because now there is Target Circle 360, you guys, which gives everyone unlimited same-day delivery wherever they go. That's right. If you sign up for that Target Circle 360, you can just order those extra supplies and they'll be waiting for you at your vacay destination. The only thing better than getting delivery from Target is getting unlimited same-day delivery from Target. So if you're planning a getaway, sign up for the new Target Circle 360 today. So you can stock up on food, supplies, pool stuff, and everything in between without interrupting your summer plans. Visit Target.com slash Circle or the Target app for more details. Same-day delivery is subject to terms, applies to orders over $35. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic, Onobotulinum Toxin A, and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but so, look at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Enter to win a free cruise for two on board the '90s cruise. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the '90s on the first ever sailing. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interactions, and all-out 90s activities. There'll be over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, and more. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico on Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas, January 31st through February 5th, 2025. Head to the 90scruise.com slash iHeart to enter to win a free cruise for two. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. It's 902-1-O-N-G. With Jenny Garth and Tori Spelling. Hey, you guys. Welcome to another amazing episode of 902-1-O-M-G. With me and my fabulous co-host. Jenny Garth, Sissini. Oh, sorry, you're supposed to go J to the T to the S. <laughs> oh. 
That's us. I'm Jay. Mm-hmm. I'm T. And I'm S. Oh, S. <laughs> got deeper and deeper. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome. How's it all going? How's it hanging? Can I just say that you're my spirit animal, sis? I can't believe that you, in your last trimester, almost there, less than a month mm-hmm. left, flew to yeah. New York. You know, I it was know. one of those opportunities that I couldn't pass up. Uh, duh. <laughs> you were great. You looked hot. Yes. Thank so you very much. For those of us who don't know what we're talking about, we, Sissini co-hosted live with Kelly and Ryan. She was Kelly. For yeah. Kelly and Ryan on a, for a day. Surrounded by Kellys. Yes. I kind of like the sound of Sisney and Ryan. That works for me. Yeah. Flows off the tongue. Oh, yeah. That'd be so fun. I'm sure he was happy to have you there with him. In person. It's, you know, it's, it's kind of effortless doing a show with him just because we do the radio show every single day. So it's not much of a difference. It's like I, sometimes I just don't know where to look when you're doing TV because it's like you don't really see the lens in those big old cameras. It's just like this big box and so you're like where's my mic where's my yeah and like you don't have the audience like I've I've guess I've hosted before in the past with a live audience and so this was a little bit different because nobody was there except for like the crew so you feed off the energy a little bit from the audience which makes a difference oh you looked beautiful and you did a great job thank you I appreciate that Nothing that exciting going on around here let me tell you neither of us flew to New York and hosted a national talk show so I'm glad no, you're whirlwind. Yeah. We've just been here watching the next episode just every day since the last mm-hmm. time we saw you, we watched it over and over. So we could really be, well, this was a heavy mm-hmm. one. Yeah, it this... was. And not easy to find this one. No, this, episode. <laughs> this was episode 14 of season two and uh, it's not on Hulu. And so again, I watched the wrong episode. I watched the one that I thought was the next episode, but it wasn't. Uh huh. So I got a little. You're like a good Girl Scout. You're totally prepared now. I'm totally. I'm over prepared. (laughs) Over. I hope I don't get them confused. But this week's episode was season 14. Like I said, the next 50 years. It aired on November 7th, 1991. Synopsis: On Scott's 16th birthday, his mother gives Donna and David the responsibility of rounding up people for his birthday party to save it from being a social disaster. Social disaster is what it became. Oh my gosh. Maybe not a social disaster, but a tragic disaster. Mm -hmm. This is the episode where Scott Scanlon plays with the gun and shoots himself in the tummy. Do we know why it's not available to stream? Is it because of the context of the episode? or Because this is undeniably one of the bigger, most probably rememberable episodes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It dealt, you know, big, super heavy topic, uh, gun safety and, and all of that. And um, I think people are mad that they can't find it. I was mad because I had to look and look until I looked right under my computer and saw the entire DVD set collection that Crystal sent me. So I was like, phew. <laughs> Crystal, you saved the day, you literally. Did. It, it yes. was great. We got the DVD. Dave and I scoured the house for the DVD player, which oh, right. uh he had to he neither of us are very techie, unfortunately, and he had to figure out how to hook up the DVD player, which took a minute. And then there was no remote, so we couldn't like fast forward to the next episode <laughs> or the next episode. No, there's no like clicker to <sighs> things got a little heated in here. 
there's so many episodes that the viewers can't watch on Hulu. So I don't think, I, I don't, I mean, I don't know if it's because of the topic for this one, but it, there's many. Yeah, there's but this many. one is like, usually you can still do Amazon or you can do oh, right, Pluto yeah. TV. And the, so this was a real tough one. This episode was titled The Next 100 Years. And I guess sort of the bookends of the episode, the beginning was the sort of ceremony where they have everybody in the quad and they're unveiling the the time capsule that was buried 100 years ago. Right. You just aged us. It's the next 50 years. It is. Yeah. <laughs> I wrote down hundred. I it must be. I feel like I'm a hundred today. So it makes sense. <laughs> Thanks for catching that, though. Jeez, fifty more years. But have so, you guys yeah. ever done a time capsule, like yeah. in real life? My kids have done no. it though, but I've never. I don't think I've ever done it. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I have either. We should. No. My we girls should. buried a tin can once at our um, house, like ten years ago. But I think they what dug happened? it up like a week later because they were too excited. I don't know. No. <laughs> they thought something magical was going to happen. But I we remember try that. doing that. Yeah, they. So they. Did, they. I'm not sure really what they got from the from the 50 years ago time capsule. But at the end of this episode, everybody sort of contributes, and it becomes like a tribute to Scott mm-hmm. in a way, but not completely. Do you? We filmed at Torrance High School. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think if we went back and went to that area, the time capsule's still there? We should do that. We should like wonder all dress in black and break in at night. Yeah. With our shovels and <laughs> dig it up. It's right there in the middle of the quad for everybody to find. Was it really yeah. buried? I don't know. Wouldn't that be cool if it was though? Hurry, run you guys. No, Quarantai <laughs> would hate us. Everybody would all go. these people running to try to find it. Um, but then they they reburied a new time ca- capsule. I wonder if it's in the same spot, but it was a pretty big hole they dug for that for time big. capsule. <laughs> I thought they were digging a grave for somebody. Oh, that's well. bad. Well, I mean, I think that was the whole point of the time capsule, like the, putting it in the ground. It was just all symbolic, I think, around the theme of the episode. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're right. I never yeah. thought of it that way. So deep. It's such for a... 90210. You know who was really great in this episode, though? Jenny O'Hara. She's mm. a, what a great character actress. And she played uh, Scott Scanlon's mom. Mm-hmm. And she's just a really incredible actress. She's still working and she's in everything, this woman. She's super talented. I, I got to say, I loathed fil- filming this episode. Just because really? I knew that that meant like, Doug and I were really good friends and I knew that meant I would no longer be working with him. And it was really sad. Yeah. I guess this was, was his last acting. This was Douglas, Doug's last acting job before he kind of retired and went into the service. That's what he said, right? Mm -hmm. So sad. They could have had him in like flashback episodes. Yeah, they could have. They it it was it was interesting though the way Mama Scanlon I can't remember her what her real name is uh, on the show, but she came to the school and you know enlisted David to help her with the party and basically was like you have to do this you have to invite all of his friends and David was like oh, okay I'll I'll do it um, but it was really sweet the way Donna sort of came to his rescue. And tried to get, she was like, I'll do what I can. And tried to get the whole gang to show up. It was really sweet. So you really see the, like, the 
little seedlings of their beautiful relationship that's forming. Yeah, you definitely do. Mm -hmm. Poor Scott. He must have had some other friends. <laughs> he did. Some they were sitting on the couch at his party playing their like little handheld <laughs> Atari games or whatever that was. <laughs> I wonder why it was so important to her that he have all of these West Beverly kids, like why David had to get everyone there. Well, because this was his last episode, maybe. Because they had to break. <laughs> yeah. Everyone to had to be present when he shot himself. Unfortunately, upstairs. Right. Oh, man. <laughs> but the party looked fun. I mean, I'm telling you, I would have gone to this party. Limbo. Hello. Sign me up. Mm. Little green party hat. The party did not look fun. <laughs> I remember when we filmed it, like behind the so. scenes, I was just like, oh, this is so lame. But, we, but it was good. It worked. It worked for the it scene. Did, yeah. But the scene of all of us dancing, I can remember filming that. And I can remember thinking when, when Shannon, she always, whenever we do dancing scenes, she'll always usually start like a line dance sort of pattern thing, like whatever it's called, like the hustle or like the slide or something or the freak. Yeah. I don't know what they're called. But yeah, she, I remember she's doing that. Every time she would do it, I'd be so annoyed because I don't, I can't, I couldn't do it. Like I just am unable to do whatever it was that she was trying to teach me. So this was one of those moments I remember. But then she does. She goes and she like dirty, like freaky dances up on Scott. And I was like, oh. She always gets that move in, right? That like on anybody. Like, like uh, goes mm -hmm. up behind and gives it's him a like, little uh, uh, uh. <laughs> well, you were yeah. right on the other end. Well, I had to help. I, I, I had to make the other side of the sandwich, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> the yep. Scott Scanlon sandwich. Well, that could be a thing. Or Scott's game. Yeah. And then Brandon and Emily in the kid's bedroom on the bed. Hello, who does that? Who goes to a birthday party of somebody they don't even know and then goes into like a little child's bedroom and starts making out on their bed? That's how I lost my virginity. Horny teenagers. <laughs> that is not, not how you lost your virginity. At a party swear, on a kid's bed? Swear to God. <gasps> oh my goodness. What What party? Who's, what the, who's kid's bed? Was it like a a day bed, a big bed? What was it? I need everything. It was. I just remember it was my first boyfriend, Ryan. Uh -huh. Um, I it, I don't know. We were at his. He had like a blended family, so it was like a like a, his step family, like mother or something, had like younger kids, and it was their birthday party, and he invited me, and we went into one of the bedrooms, and yeah. Mm. So wild. I know. And then, yeah, I still remember that dress because I, Shannon wore that dress in a photo. We did one your, of our 90210 photos. Dress? She did. <laughs> and I told her, I'm like, I don't think you want to wear this. She pulled it out of my closet. Like I was saving it. And, and she's like, no, 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 I want to take this. And she why, took it well, and wore why it. Why wouldn't she want to wear it? <laughs> For fear she might lose her virginity? No, there might have been a little stain on the back. Ew. Oh, oh, ew. Oh, my gosh. gosh. You pushed it there. I wasn't going to say it. You asked. You were going to go there. Okay, anyway. There was a little blood, but it was a black. It was <gasps> oh, a, oh, oh, my God, you asked. We're not talking about this on this episode. It was a Betsy Johnson dress, though, floral and, like, like a uh, tank. And she wore it in our, I think it's the picture where we're all looking up, that one photo where we're all laying down looking up that we reenacted in BH Now. Okay, you asked. Okay, fine, moving on. There's a lot to there's a lot to um, take in yeah. with all that info. I don't know. I, just watching back the scene of uh, 
when Scott actually goes into the office and gets, finds the key and opens the drawer, I noticed obviously that there was no key on the drawer. It was a fake, like a faker, like, yeah, just put the key down there and wiggle it around. We'll think it's locked, but just, and then just pull it open. So yeah, he pulls out the gun and then he's playing with it and David walks in and it happens. And I've started, I was like, I had goosebumps just watching that scene and watching the slow motion of like Brian or David's reaction. And Brian does such a really great job acting that scene. I still have goosebumps just talking about it. Just thinking about it makes me feel weird. Same. That's like one of those visuals, like I never got out of my head watching it as a viewer mm-hmm. being a part of it, just like that slow-mo. It's and just this horrifying. Interesting watching the whole like journey that he goes on to the, from the funeral and then going back to school and having to sort of figure out and like deal with all the grief that he's experiencing and everybody's trying to help him and nobody knows what to say. It was a very... Um, I thought it was a well done episode. Yeah, his breakdown that he has in front of the whole school, mm-hmm. I thought was well performed. Good actor. Yeah, and exactly. And to go some, through something like that, you know, it's that grief process is hard to do at any age. So he seemed to be kind of doing it on his own. I see in our notes, though, that Fox executives tried to convince Chuck Rosen not to do the storyline. Hmm. But he convinced them it was a necessity. And if it wasn't for this storyline, when Scott Scanlon went away for the summer, when he goes to Oklahoma, that was going to be it for him. Oh, they would have just written his character off. But instead, they, I love it that they decided to deal with like a major thing. Yeah, I'm Mm -hmm. so glad they fought for that storyline. Yeah, definitely. This, This sadly happens a lot. And it's such a good reminder. Not to have guns, but if you have a gun, make sure they're locked somewhere. Yeah. Good advice. But it ends on everybody putting everything in the, in the thing and in the time capsule. And it was really poignant when David pulled out the hat that Scott always wore and he put that in there. It was really moving. And then did you notice everyone was, had their little sparklers? What did that remind you of? It reminded me of when we filmed BH90210 and it was 4th of July, but it's an American holiday. So we were like, let's take a moment. And Mm -hmm. we did sparklers outside during filming, which we filmed like three in the morning. Yeah, I loved that. It just gave me like all the good feelings again. Yeah. It was a great episode. Yeah, the reference that Andrea makes to the floppy disk, that it's going (laughs) to be an artifact in 15 years. I'm like, wow. Donna brings a bolt of fabric. I don't know why you bring a bolt. Wasn't it like a (laughs) giant roll of fabric? Because I'm a fashion designer. So I was like... What did the that have to do with Scott, of our lives? So, so it was like a combo of like, this is what yeah. this year represents and some things thrown in for Scott, I guess. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Whenever I think of this episode, I also, sorry to bring this up, but I think of Luke and it's just a hard reminder of one of us not there and the time capsule and being able to, yeah, go back in time. Yeah, definitely brings up all kinds of things for, I mean, for everybody that probably watches it, you're not alone. But I did see the boom um, twice in this episode. I just want to let you know, boom count Did you? Twice, I didn't see it. I didn't see it either. Oh my gosh, you guys, today on uh, this episode, we not, she wasn't in this episode, but we've been dying to catch up with her. We have the beautiful Anne Gillespie with us today. 
course, she played Jackie Taylor, Kelly's mom. Yep. And appeared in like 55 episodes of the run. Uh, she was in season one and she was in season 10. So <gasps> there she is. There she's- Hi. Hello. Hi, Ann Gillespie. Hi, Jenny Garth and Tori. How are you? So good. I'm doing very well. Really well. It is just incredible to see you. When when I found out you were going to be with us today, I was so excited. Yeah. 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 I've done a few of these things, which I'm, you know, anyway, it's all very strange for me. But um, to do it with you too, of course, is the the reason to do it. So. Well, we know you are so busy. So mm-hmm. yes, it's kind of wacky. I'm sorry. My life is very complicated. I'm a grandmother oh, now. And <gasps> I have... What? Yes, yes, I'm a grandmother. So my son Spencer, who you probably remember, oh, yes, twirling around, um, he has been married for four years, and they have a little girl, hilarious little girl, who's one, and we babysit her one day a week. So that's great. Um, but it's keeping me. It means just the rest of my life is just insane. Yeah. <laughs> good, good. That is so crazy to hear. Not only is Spencer an adult. But he is married. Uh-huh. He has a baby, and you're a grandma. Oh my god! I know, I know. It's it's a uh, well, you know, it's a little challenging um, to sort of respond to the name Grammy, but um, it's also just the greatest gift in the world. It is just oh my god! If I drunk the Kool Aid, like mm. you know, you people show you their grandkids, and I'm like, oh, that's so nice. Oh no, I'm <laughs> insane. So. Oh, what a lucky child to have you as a grandma. Well, thank you. You've been busy with other things, Miss Anne. You have um, done some very admirable things in your, I guess, retirement from acting. Yeah, retirement from acting. Although, you know, we did the last time we saw each other, I'd already become a priest Mm -hmm. and then came back to do this 90210 second version. And that was fascinating because, do you remember when we we shot the whole thing of... um, of my death, right? Of, 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 of Jackie's death. Like she got cancer and then she died. And by that, you have no recollection of it. Good. I don't want to remember it. No, I'm she's disapproving of it. We, we choose it. not to remember that incarnation. You are still alive. Yeah. Well, thank you. But what was so fascinating was in my new professional life as a priest, I had sat with parishioners who were dying of cancer. And so it was this amazing sort of full circle thing of here I am acting this and yet I sort of invited their spirits to be with me and anyway it was super emotional and anyway it was really kind of an amazing thing to be able to do both somehow I'm sure well let's start from from the beginning from the real the first Beverly Hills 90210 oh my god (laughs) yeah how did you get the role of Jackie Taylor that's a great story actually it's going in my memoir because um, they had a really hard time apparently casting the role. I, I didn't know that, although I know that I didn't get on, in on the first set of auditions. I was in the second set of auditions. And when I arrived to the room, you know, you know what those audition rooms are like on one wall were all of the models because Jackie was supposed to have been a model right mm-hmm. in her earlier life. And on the other wall were all the heavyweight actresses um, that I knew a lot of because I went up on roles with them. Wait, and heavyweight, you don't mean physically. I don't mean, excuse me. I mean, they had like handle were- really emotional, mm-hmm. complicated stuff. Sorry. Yes. Although, <laughs> of course, 
they they were generally rounder. They had more curves than the models. Let's just be honest. <laughs> um, and there was no place for me to sit. Literally, I walked up to the re- receptionist and yeah. I was like, there's no chair. And she said, oh, I'll get you one. And so she pulled out a chair and she set it next to her desk. So I always saw that I was right in the middle of the two (laughs) things. Right. And so, and then anyway, went in and and got it, which was, um, well, as you know, it was a huge, huge gift and a delight to, I mean, that first episode was so much fun. There was so much scenery to chew and Oh man, it was great. It was great. Yeah, Plus, you course, came out firing. The Jackie's character just came out strong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and then it was, I mean, and I thought that was it. Like I thought it was a one-time job. Oh, right? really? That, Is that what that's it? all it was? It was a it was a guest star. Uh-huh. I mean, I thought there might be some future, but anyway, it wasn't until the next season when I came back and we did, we shot stuff at the beach club <laughs> and, and, oh um, and they put me in all these outrageous bathing suits yeah. and stuff like that. And it's when, when they started to put this relationship together with Mel and to, you know, humiliate poor Kelly because it was, you know, Brian, I, you know, I forget what his character's name David. was. David's, um, you know, the nerd anyway. The nerd. After that episode, I think it was pretty soon after that episode, I got pregnant in real life mm-hmm. and went to Paul Wagner. And I was like, um, Paul, so I'm pregnant and this is a really great thing. We, you know, second child. And and I assumed that was the end. That was the why. How could that happen? And the next thing I knew, <laughs> they had written the pregnancy into the storyline. <gasps> Spoiler alert. It was, it was, it was amazing. And again, it gave us so many wonderful scenes to play and interesting stuff. And anyway. Um, wow. So if it wasn't for your real pregnancy, cause that ultimately you guys had a baby, it was Aaron yes. Silver and yes. Aaron Silver was kind of the linchpin that, is, is that what you say? Exactly. It spun off 90210. Right. Thank the you. The other so, series. Silver. So my daughter, Wesley, is basically responsible for the 90210 there franchise. There you go. Wesley. <laughs> Thanks, Wesley. Should, thank you. <laughs> Wesley's great. And then so. they had the nerve to kill you off after all those blessings well, you gave them. they were very kind. And they did say to me, "We, if you lived on this coast, we would write much more stuff in, but because you're on that coast, I mean, it was, it was kind of funny because they called me up and they're like, we've written you into this episode. So this is now years later for the second iteration where I'm already a priest. And they're like, can you, can you come, can you shoot this? And I'm like, actually, no, I've got to do a wedding. I've got to do this. I've got to do that. <laughs> and so they actually rearranged stuff so that I could shoot several episodes at one time. And I was like, God, they never did that for me when I was actually an actress. It's only because now that I'm doing this other thing. People want what they can have. <laughs> well, just so you know, Jen and I had planned a BH90210 had gone on. We wanted you to be on that. And we were just going to pretend like the second iteration of 90210 didn't happen. happen. And Jackie Taylor was alive and thriving. Well, could I mean, you know, there are ways to explain that. Hey, everyone. So as you can imagine, we know a thing or two about makeup. We've pretty much tried it all. And we are really liking Thrive Cosmetics because they have a full line of makeup perfect for an everyday look refresh. 
They have clean ingredients that feel great on your skin. And their products are foolproof, which makes it easy for any skill level to apply. And it's really cool to know that Thrive Cosmetics donates products and funds to help communities thrive. Oh, I love that connection. See that? Plus, how cool is it that their high-performance formulas are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free? Amazing. And they have zero parabens, sulfates, and phthalates. I really believe when it comes to makeup, beautiful eyebrows are so important, don't you think? Their Infinity Waterproof Eyebrow Liner helps you achieve your ideal eyebrow look. And their easy-to-use waterproof pencil holds like a wax and blends like a powder. Ooh la la. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash 90210. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash 90210 for 10% off your first order. Before, when I would head out on vacation, I would overpack. I would bring extra essentials, supplies, snacks, because you never know what you'll need when you're away from home. I would too, but that is all in the past because now there is Target Circle 360, you guys, which gives everyone unlimited same-day delivery wherever they go. That's right. If you sign up for that Target Circle 360, you can just order those extra supplies and they'll be waiting for you at your vacay destination. And if you're planning to host this summer, same-day delivery is a party saver. Hosting can be stressful. We all know that. You've got people coming over. It's getting a little crowded. You're not sure if there's enough food or paper towels, etc. Sign up for the new Target Circle 360 today. So you can stock up on food, supplies, pool stuff, and everything in between without interrupting your summer plans. Visit Target.com slash Circle or the Target app for more details. Same-day delivery is subject to terms, applies to orders over $35. Want to temporarily restore definition in your jawline where it's been lost over time? With Juvederm Volux XC, you can get a non-surgical jawline treatment that adds volume for a smooth contour and to reduce the appearance of jowls in one in-office treatment with little downtime. Juvederm Volux XC injectable gel is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. With the weather getting warmer, finally, it is time for a wardrobe refresh. And when I want to update my style without breaking the bank, I turn to Quince. 
They offer premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. And washable silk tops, timeless 14-karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They partner directly with top factories, so Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to you. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices in premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. I use the hoop earrings I ordered from Quince all the time. And basically live in the slippers that I ordered on their website. The prices and quality are so worth it. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash 90210 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash 90210 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash 90210. You you were always so much fun on set. I love being your daughter, your work daughter. And um, we just had always had such a great time. I think you were the first person to introduce me to yoga. And you were yes, really fit. Yes, I was fit. thinking about that. You came to my yoga class. Yeah. I love that. You, yeah. you were my yoga teacher too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We had well, so much you know, fun. Jenny, I'm, I've always been a, I've always been a seeker, you know, I'm always like looking for ways to grow. And, um, so you kind of went on that journey a little bit with me and, and certainly by the end of the first series, I, I was already, you know, doing all this stuff to prepare to go to seminary. So you knew about that too. And I just remember everybody was sort of like, I remember your, your makeup person, Karen was like, oh, can I curse in front of you? And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, you can. <laughs> Episcopalian, you're an Episcopalian priest. Yeah. So it's a little more lenient, right? Oh, yes, it is. Well, <laughs> who knows? But I choose to think it is. It's a big tent. Let's put it that way. I wouldn't be part of it if it wasn't a big tent. No, I wouldn't think so. You have such a you're such a you have such a big mind and you're so open to everyone and everything. And you, I, it's a good fit. It is a good fit. It is a good what do you remember about your like first time meeting me or like first time on set being? Well, do you remember that? So I do remember it because it was so fascinating. Um, so I think Perfect Mom was like the sixth episode or it was it wasn't the very beginning of the first series, the first season. Mm -hmm. It was several in, but the show had just started to take off like crazy. And so what I feel like I got to watch was the effect of this I didn't even know how to describe it. You lived it. Um, this um, inordinate amount of fame that started to affect you all and, mm -hmm. and, and how you all handled it, found ways to deal with it. Um, and at the beginning, there was, of course, there was sort of an innocence to everybody. No, nobody quite knew what we were doing. And um, anyway, you guys were all figuring each other out. That was all, that was very fascinating. And I, what I remember Jenny is how much fun it was to act with you. Like we, I feel like we really, we had some good stuff to do together. And I knew right then that we were, we would be great partners, which was fun. <laughs> oh, and the other sort of hilarious thing was that, um, 
I got to know some of the other parents on the mm-hmm. show, James Eckhouse and Carol Potter, uh, who I had not met before. But that that those ended up being really fun relationships also because, you know, it was an interesting um, place to occupy on the show as a parent because the stars were the young people and the parents were the goofballs, right? The kids actually knew better than the parents. And it was like, wait, 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 there's something wrong with this picture. But anyway, um, that was, that was fascinating. Just the whole thing. And also I want to say over the time watching the cast coalesce, the crew coalesce, I mean, when we got into seasons, I don't even know, like four or five, it was like a well-oiled machine. Mm-hmm. And that was really kind of wonderful to go to work in that environment. It seemed, I mean, I don't know how it was from your guys' perspective. I mean, there were ups and downs, no question. <laughs> but um, by the middle of the run, it just seemed like it was a pretty happy place to work. So I hope that was your experience. I yes. don't know. We recently had Matthew Lawrence on the, on the podcast and it was so much fun for Tori and I to catch up with him and just see, see him again. He looks exactly the same. Exactly the same. I know he, he, I did one, another thing with him too. I was like, Oh my God, he's telling the same stories. (laughs) (laughs) And you and Carol are still friends, right? Uh, We, well, so we were buddies outside. We haven't talked recently, but yes. And, um, I mean, one of the things that was sort of, I think, uh, very powerful for Matthew was that when we got, he and I got married on the show, as he likes to tell the story, he'd never been married before. So it was very emotional for him. And then when my daughter, Wesley, was born, he he sort of felt like he was had something to do with it. Even <laughs> and he, you know, got her very sweet gifts and things like Aww. that. But what was really interesting was that my husband, Jeff, and Matthew got to be buddies and they would golf together. And, and anyway, and Matthew's got a twin that Jeff's also worked with anyway. So we, we, we did have some friendship um, for a while, but of course I haven't lived in California for a long time and neither has he, he's in, mm-hmm. I don't know where he is in Kentucky or something. I, I didn't know this, but you were the mom to some other actress out there, which I thought was <laughs> really rude. Very rude. <laughs> How could you yes. do that to yes. her? For a another while, hit I, show though like you have a was, great track record i well i'm just gonna say i sort of cornered the market on bitchy rich moms um <laughs> so i i it, it was just one of those things literally where I, I um amy who was putting together the show of um gilmore girls just called me in and she was she's like would you do this and i'm like yeah with my hands tied behind my back i could do it um and it was literally one day that's and it one I think that was it. And one scene, but because I ripped poor Paris, um, a new one on the show, the character was so mean to her. It was another one of those sort of iconic episodes. And cause it was also a super popular show. A lot of people remembered it. So, um, so I don't have hardly any memories of that, except that it was kind of fun to hang out with Alexis and, um, Laura, Laura, is that what it's? Lauren, Lauren. Um, in the makeup trail. That's kind of all I remember it. Well, I so you were on three iconic shows, basically. Beverly Hills, 90210, 90210, and Gilmore Girls. I mean, amongst everything else you've done in your career, I but will I'm just tell saying. You, this will crack you up. So, of course, the way it is, as you know, is that people still recognize me or they, or they often hear my voice and they're like, I, 
how do I know you? And, you know, anyway, I, I have no recollection of them. It's usually because I was in their living room on their television screen. But um, <laughs> other, the other show that I had a recurring role on for a while was, um, well, I did a couple of the Star Trek things, mm -hmm. um, Next Generation, and um, I was an alien. I was a Bajoran <laughs> on Deep Space Nine. And those people are crazy. Mm. You think the 90210 fans are wild. Different, I'm yeah. telling you, these people are still tracking me down and asking me to sign things. And anyway, but oh, anyway, so it's hilarious. So, so now in my, in my current life, um, people either remember me from 90210 or they remember me from Deep Space Nine, which was sort of amazing. Have you ever been doing a wedding or service and people are like, oh my God, that's Jackie Taylor. Oh, uh, often. Often. Yes. Yes. Uh, and, 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 and sometimes they get it. Uh, they know exactly where they know me from. Mm -hmm. And other times there's like, like this thing, you can see it in their eyes. Like, wait, wait, I, you know, and often this, I think is very amusing. I sometimes take pity on them and I say, well, I was on a show that you might have seen. And they're like, Oh, I don't, I don't watch television. <laughs> and then I'll be like, well, I was on nine of, Oh, Oh my God, that was my favorite show. You know, <laughs> then, then it all comes out and it, you know, you've watched, you've watched it in your own lives, but the people for whom it's a big deal, it's a huge deal. And then there's other people like, oh yeah, I never saw it. I never watched it. <laughs> so it's just this funny cultural phenomenon. And of course, because it's been airing continually, mm -hmm. my daughter's friends would be like, Oh, I saw your mom on TV today, you know? And anyway, <laughs> it's, it's, it's kind of a, a lovely legacy now that it's, um, you know, sort in of in the, yes. Do, you, do <laughs> yes. you miss being an actress though? I mean, you were so good at it. You're so gifted as um, an actress that I do must miss one. it. Well, so I don't, here's what I don't miss. I don't miss <laughs> the sort of, um, uh, well, I don't miss the disempowerment that's in the entertainment industry. I don't miss being part of something that I think, uh, and it wasn't just 90210, it was uh, pretty much everything I did, where, where um, unhealthy images of beauty and weight are out there. Um, and that was a lot of what was crystallizing in me uh, as I was deciding, not deciding, but like trying to figure out who else am I supposed to be besides an actress. Mm -hmm. um, but here's the thing. So people ask me this a lot. Do you miss acting? So in my life as a priest, I get to use all the same skills all the time. Only now I'm like the director, the writer, the lighting design. I mean, I, I can, I can shape what I do. I'm in front of people all the time. <laughs> During COVID, we had to reinvent church online. It was like, my God, my earlier career came out. I was like, I knew how to do the makeup. I knew how to do the lighting. I was like, no, 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 no. you have to get that. And everybody was like, this is really helpful. Um, <laughs> so I, I honestly, I don't, I don't miss acting. I, I really feel so fulfilled in what I'm doing. And I feel like it is to a higher purpose. So, so I don't really miss it. Now, um, periodically I have befriended 
you know, uh, directors or whatever. And, and, and sort of, um, they would say, Oh, I've got, you know, like theater directors here in DC. And they were like, Oh, I've got a perfect part for you. And I will say my, my eyes kind of light up and I, I think about like, but how would I do it? How would I work it out? Because that would interfere with Easter, you know? So <laughs> it wouldn't, it wouldn't really work right now. Um, I but. love your priorities though. I love the way you, you made a conscious effort and decision about your life and where you wanted to go and what you wanted to do. Well, honestly, I feel like it chose me, you know, I'm the daughter of an mm-hmm. Episcopal priest, right? So right. I had to push it way, 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 way away. And then, um, as I was sort of going through this process of like, oh, the parts are getting smaller and smaller in the acting world. And that seems so weird as I'm becoming more powerful and creative in my own personal life. And what am I supposed to be doing? And I kept getting these little hints Mm -hmm. that it was uh, to become a priest. And I I pushed it away for a long time because I was like, no, 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 that's not me. There's no way that's happening. That's my dad. And I really credit yoga actually with softening my edges against institutional church and helping me develop a very tangible spirituality. And then I craved community and it was like, oh, well, there's, I could always go back to the church. And so anyway, that was sort of how it happened. So, so it's, it's not like I made a super conscious decision, but it was led by clear clarity around what was important to me. You're right. It was around priorities. It's just so admirable. I mean, like a lot of us feel those feelings and have those glimpses of clarity and think maybe, maybe that's what I should be doing if it keeps coming up for me. And then Mm -hmm. it's really, really hard to pull the trigger and, you know, do it. Yeah, Yeah. I, I, I get that. Um, I totally get that. And it was very frightening actually for me. I mean, I look at it as coming out. Like I literally had this thing (laughs) inside Mm -hmm. me that was who I was supposed to be authentically. And I was afraid, afraid, afraid to do it. In fact, it was seeing a marvelous play at the, what was the play? A Westwood Playhouse, I think. It was a beautiful play. It was called Looking for Normal. And it was about um, a trans man that comes out as a woman to his wife and all the things. And after that, I was like, well, hell, I guess I should be. <laughs> if you can do that. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so anyway, it, but the other thing is that I will say that it feels so, well, it feels so preordained, like, like this is what was waiting for me. And then it doesn't mean that acting or teaching yoga was wrong. All of it was a step. All Mm -hmm. of it was part of the journey and leads me to where I am now. And I had this ridiculous idea when I first became a priest, like, oh, I, I, I have to forget being an actress or I have to forget being a yoga teacher until then I started working again as an actress after I'd become a priest and I teach yoga to my congregation once a month. So it's like God uses it all. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's all grist for redemption and teaching and, you know, hope actually. Mm-hmm. So love that. Well, you, you did have some pretty iconic wardrobe on our show. We we are oh, always talking yeah. about the way you look on the show. Well, and do you know that like all my gay friends were telling me that there's there's a perfect mom version on RuPaul. Like there's a whole drag race thing about some of, about me being drunk or something with really? earrings falling off. And, oh my god, and- there has to be. I want to see that. That would be amazing. Yeah. 
Exactly. It would be hilarious. Well, the rocking the suede bikini, I will say is I'm still pretty proud of that. Ooh, I mean, girl, you should be a, a proud of that. That was like, was I good. remember because you were pretty stressed out about it. I remember. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, but also just, it was very fun. We had a variety of different designers, as you all know, mm-hmm. and each one sort of put their stamp on Jackie's wacky clothing <laughs> and Anyway, you know, the thing I remember we used to talk about this a lot is because um, I think you and I are 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 closer in age than would actually allow me to be <laughs> your mother. Not impossible, but probably not to happen. Right. And, and but people, they put me in these, you know, Chanel suits and the bitch hair and the thing. And there's like when they meet me without makeup and everything, people are like, God, you look so much younger than mm-hmm. you put me on. And I was like, well, that's why they call it acting. And, um, but a lot of it was the look. I think it really was the look. And the... did you get to keep any of the outfits? You know what? I don't know if you remember this. The, I, was there the day we wrapped and there were racks of clothing. And honestly, Jenny, you were so adorable. You walked through them with me. I'm sure you don't remember this. And you started pulling out some of your clothes and you were like, you should have this. And (laughs) I, for years, wore an absolutely gorgeous black suit that you had worn in some episode. And I'm, I swear I wore it it was like the thing to put on if I had to go for my interviews to become a priest mm. or this or that. It was sort of hilarious. So that was fun. Oh, yes, we I shared a closet I, in real life. I had, a, I, yes, <laughs> um, I, I had, yes, a few things, a few pieces that were really great. I don't remember us getting to keep it from racks the day we wrapped. Uh, well, I don't, all I know is that there were some out there and I happened to be there with Jenny and she was pulling stuff out for me. Oh I'm my not gosh, sure. That's, I um, it probably just took it and stuffed it in your car and said, go, go. <laughs> <laughs> Run. <laughs> oh my gosh. If I had a do over, I would have asked to keep some iconic pieces. Like, you know, something. Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. Well, you, you always had great style. You were a great actress. You're just a great human being. We're so happy to see you happy and yeah, thank, you. thank you. Thank Congrats you. on being a grandma. I thank you. Well, so what's so funny is you guys were around when, with the birth of mm-hmm. my daughter, Wesley. And what I remember is bringing her into the makeup trailer and everybody wanting to hold her. And you guys are all so young and you're like, I want one. And I was like, oh, Please take your time. <laughs> they're they're a challenge. They're as we all know, they're wonderful and they're crazy. Especially my Wesley would not she she would not take a bottle. So I had to bring her with me everywhere, which meant I had to bring my four year old, which meant I had to bring my husband to watch the four anime. It was like for eight months, she went straight from the boob to the sippy cup. You know, there was like no in between with her. So. But she's mm. actually drinks very well now. <laughs> <laughs> Thank goodness. Now that she's 29. So. Wow. Where does the time go? Where does it go, Anne? No, no, I don't know. Do I get to ask you guys questions? Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, what do you got? We, yeah. Well, how are you? Are you doing okay? <laughs> <laughs> That's a loaded question, Anne. Yeah. I know. <laughs> but you can answer a little bit. Well, we're both, I, I'll speak for myself. I'm doing really well. I'm married again and it's going good. So fingers crossed. 
Good. Yes. Yes. That's <laughs> blessings. That's great. And Three between daughters, the two yeah. of us, we have eight kiddos, mm-hmm. beautiful babes. Oh, my that's God. wonderful. Oh, that's so great. Yeah. I remember you were there when I had a baby on the show, obviously. Yeah. So, I do. Yeah. I remember how challenging that was on many levels. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. But you, but you, I'm sure you've raised them beautifully because you both actually have emerged with your values intact and your integrity is so clear that they pick up on that. Your kids are picking up on that. So definitely starts from the mama. It does. It does. And also how you deal with adversity because life is hard and they watch you figure stuff out and find balance again, because we all get knocked off center. And that is such a gift that you give them, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just when you think that, that they don't know what you're going through or they don't, they're not, they don't get it. You, as, as they grow up and then they become older, you see how that is sort of like ingrained in their fabric. You know, they see Absolutely. When I, when I, um, you know, do counseling with couples before they get married, I always say it doesn't matter what school they go to. It doesn't matter what clothes they wear, what the best gift you can give them is a healthy relationship with your partner. And barring that figure out who you want to be around change, around transition, around, you know, hard stuff. And that's what they get. And that's, you know, and are you available for a one-on-one sometime? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I do pastoral counseling all, all the time. Oh, you do Skype calls with her weekly. I like this idea. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Skype to the, a Zoom. I mean Zoom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, excellent. So, so you guys are doing this podcast. And for a while, it seemed to me that there was something else that was happening that you, oh, there was going to be like a 90210 um, reality sort of show that then didn't happen or did it happen? I don't even know. I'm sorry that I don't really follow these things. I think you're referring to BH90210. Yeah, that happened. We did um, a limited series for Fox with the whole original cast. With the cast, Mm -hmm. minus Luke, right? Minus Luke. It was was just after Luke's passing. and So sad. But it was really great to be together. Oh, it was scripted and we played versions of ourselves. So That's our, kind of what I remember. Yeah, mm-hmm. it sounded sort of interesting, but I'm Some sorry. people loved it. Some people were bummed that it wasn't a straight reboot, but can't well, please everyone. Well, you know what? You're never going to please everybody. So I hope it was fun for you guys. It was great. It was, it was cathartic. Good. It That's- was, yeah, it was really good to come back and- we always talk about, we had this time period where we, there was like a little bit of regression when we first got on set. We went back to like our 16, 17 year old selves. Right. And it just happened. And then all yeah. of a sudden, then we're like, no, but we're the people we've evolved into now. Yes. And these are our forms and it's how we handle things. It was a really good experience personally, I think for, for all of us in a healing way. Yeah. I, I imagine it was very powerful to be together around Luke's death because it, you know, death is so, well, it rattles us because it's so final. It's so inevitable. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, you're grieving the loss of this person, but it's also pulling up whatever other loss. And, you know, we can't help but think about our own mortality. So to do it together, I think that must have been beautiful and kind of wild timing. It was 
That's true. Predetermined. It was definitely planned. <laughs> yeah. Right. 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 Sis, we have a we have this yeah. crazy game that we always play with our guests. And uh, sis, you have that's to where I come in yeah. and it's basically like, we're running out of time. So we need to wrap it up. You're what having we- this very inspiring, empowering conversation with us. And it's so beautiful. And then we're like, hey, can we ask you these fun little rapid fire of questions? Of course, whatever. Well, I, I could listen to you talk for hours. Did you, give, did you give them this much advice when you were on set? I hope not. That's so annoying. No, <laughs> no. you were always such a, a positive influence in my personal life. And in, I think seeing you be so grounded and, and stable and comfortable in your own skin and comfortable with who you were really like sort of led me in that direction and helped me to find that balance, you know, and, or, or just at least strive for it. And I, I always appreciate it. And just, I, I always, I'm so happy to say that you played my mom for so long. Yeah. It's a, it's an honor and a lovely thing. And the fact that we got to do it over Am I right that the second iteration, by the time we, and was that like 20 years later? It was like a long time later. Or I don't know, whatever it was. It was a long time right. that we, we knew each other yeah. as mother and daughter. <laughs> so it's like a whole generation of stuff. Anyway, I, I, I am glad that I was a positive influence. That's a, that's <laughs> well, a you always worked closer with Jen. I got to obviously be around you and you're always so kind to me. And I always love seeing your smile. It made my heart happy. And I remember when you told me about yoga and I remember being, you know, I was young and I was like, yoga, I don't know about yoga. And you were like, you should come to a class. And I'm bummed that I never did that. Like I, you can still do it. I, all the time I tell myself, I've got to get to yoga, I think, and meditating. I think it would be good for me because yes. I have a lot going on with five kids and I need that me time. Um, and I always remember us talking and yeah. just, you, yeah. Well, I'm glad that that's in there. Um, it's never too late. You're right, you're way. right. It's never too late. And it will serve you no matter what you're doing. Like, it's so, I mean, it totally has stabilized my life on many levels, but I, like I, I still do it. I still do my own practice an hour and a half, three times a week, or else I'm a crazy person. Like, you know, it's like, it's like flossing your teeth. Like I can't, I can't not do it now because, and same thing with meditation, like that's just a given. Of course, my husband likes to say, you know, if this is you with, you know, 40 years of yoga and meditation, I'd hate to see you without it. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but of course he has a different he has a different perspective but i but i can't say enough about it honestly especially as we age mm-hmm. because our bodies are changing they're giving way to gravity they're they're giving up and um yoga helps you be where you are and then you can go from there. But if we're trying to, if we're trying to be someplace we're not, it's just, it doesn't help. So anyway, I, I feel you- scared. I feel like everyone knows yoga and I feel like I'd go into a class and they'd be like, how do you not know that pose? How do you not you know? know what? It's t- well, if you were to take my class, it would, that's not what it's about at all. It's about listening to your body and using the tools as like, I mean, the poses as tools like this, so that you can um, learn listen and learn like your body's trying to communicate with you all the time. And it's when we don't listen that we get sick or we have an injury or something Mm -hmm. anyway. So Mm -hmm. I, I, if you were to find 
the right teacher, you would not be at all concerned about what you look like or what the pose is. They would help you experience it from the inside, which is really what it's about. I know it's coming from, I went to one yoga class in my life and it came from experience. The teacher kept calling me out and I was so mortified that I honestly never went back. It makes me mad that that was your experience because of course it's like somebody, you know, singing and they say, you can't sing. And then that person walks around the rest of their life thinking that they can't sing and it's not accurate. It's not Mm -hmm. everybody can sing. You just have to try. (laughs) You too. You know what? I'm going to try it now. See, thank you for today. Good. All right. So we have a few rapid questions that we always ask our guests. Um, Favorite character on 90210? Character. Oh, absolutely. Kelly Taylor. (laughs) Thanks, mom. (laughs) (laughs) What about favorite cast member? This one's a little tougher. It's okay. (laughs) Well, I mean, it's it's boring and predictable, but it would have to be Jenny Garth because we worked so closely together. Okay. And do you have a favorite 90s um, fashion item, specifically from 902? And I know you mentioned the suede bathing suit. The suede bikini is hard to <laughs> Who wears a suede bikini? How is that even well, practical? It, you, it's no, no, you can't. You only wear it to lounge. You cannot possibly swim in it. <laughs> oh, but you would get so, like, sweat. Oh, yeah. Oh, gross. Anyway, um, let's see. Well, there were some very hilarious things. There was some bodice thing. I think I wore it at the fashion show that looked sort of like a Harlequin jacket. Like it had like, I don't know, purple and green diamonds on it or something and some weird thing. And anyway, there, there, I really all of, of Jackie's wardrobe is just absurd and nineties. Amazing. Huge um, shoulder, shoulder pads. pads. Yeah. yeah. Big just, earrings, shoulder pads. Crazy colors. Biggest you know, oh, good. Bright pink. Anyway. So, yeah. And final one out of uh, a character on Anna Tueno, who would you kiss? Who would you marry? And who would you kick to the curb? <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't she remember their characters' one. names, we can help you. Yeah. Not the cast. Yeah. The characters' names. Wait, wait. So the first one was who would I kiss? Who would you kiss? Oh, well, it's a little... Uh, 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 sick, I suppose. But um, I, I was, I always thought Luke Perry was pretty freaking adorable, and <laughs> you know, I could be his mother. So, um, oh, can we ask you a question real quick, Anne? Sorry, yeah. we're jumping in, in the middle of the game. So, how is Luke with you on set? Because Carol Potter remembers that he used to whisper sweet nothings in her ear, and she was very. It would make her heart flutter. Yeah, he was lovely, actually. I, I always felt Luke was very genuine. Um, we had some really interesting conversations, especially later in the show, about his life and what it was like to live that. And um, I don't know. I always really admired him. He was very a very um, um, honest and kind of earnest person and pretty dreamy to look at. Um, so... I, I he did I don't do not remember him whispering sweet nothings. I remember him treating with actually all of the guys treated with me with me with enormous respect. I I felt like I was very I was treated very nicely on that show. And Aww. after the baby, after I had Wesley, and literally they put a crib in my dressing room, and it was I mean it was like it was so it was such a lovely way to have to work and have a baby. It was it was really. Um, okay, so 
marry? If, if I could kiss, who would I marry? Oh, Lord. Brandon, David, Steve, Mel. I know, but you're a, wait, you're, a, you're assuming they're all they're all men. I could okay. marry a woman. Donna. Do it, yeah. do Brenda, it. Uh, Kelly. Who else? Carol. <clears throat> no. Um, okay. Cindy. Uh, Cindy, yeah. Think, Cindy. Cindy. Oh, yeah, yeah. That character. Yikers. Um, <laughs> look at the reruns. She's never out of the kitchen. You're just like, really? <laughs> right. Um, if she is, she's so, gardening. Yeah, right, right. That's safe. And well, anyway, I won't go on and on. I think I should probably say Mel, only because I did marry him. And we had a lot of fun around that. I was super pregnant when we did it. And um, what I remember about is that it was clearly a Jewish wedding, except we never called it a Jewish wedding because we weren't allowed to like have it actually be Jewish. Oh. And so we called it amongst ourselves a Melish wedding. So we had a Melish wedding. <laughs> so that, that bizarre my... they couldn't call it a Jewish wedding. It I mean very bizarre. Gabrielle talks all the time exactly. about she had to take her Jewish star. Uh, but, yet... remember... but Donna, they specifically put a cross on me. Yeah, because somehow that would play better in the heartland. Her. I don't know. Anyway, it, it's hard to believe that that was a thing. But anyway, mm -hmm. what's was the last question? The last one Mary? was a tough one. That's the kick one. That's the, the kick to the curb. Yeah. Kick to the curb. A character that I would kick to the curb. Yes. Well, not because of the actress and not because, but because her character was so limiting. I think we have to say Cindy's character should be kicked <laughs> to the curb because I, <laughs> I think it didn't do a lot for... I mean, she was lovely in terms of her being there for the kids, but it was totally unrealistic and it was just <laughs> limiting in terms for women, I think, to see that. So anyway. Amen, sister. Yeah. The good one. That. Good answer. You mm -hmm. are the best, Anne. Will you please give Jeff and Wesley and Spencer and everybody else in your family a big hug? I will. Oh my God. I'm going to cry. They'll, they'll be like, oh my God, Jenny remembers us. I'm like, yes, <laughs> she does. Yes, she does. Yes, I will give everybody uh, 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 greetings. And um, I love you both very much. And I'm lovely to see you after all these years. Oh, so big, big be well to you. Take good care of yourselves because you're really worth caring for. Love you so much. Love you. Bye-bye. Bye. Oh, my, I'm tearing up after seeing Are you guys mom. crying? Uh, yeah. Are you crying? I mean, yeah. it's just so good to see people and... yeah that you have like a true connection with. And then, mm -hmm. you know, you're not, I, I wasn't really close friends with her. I mean, I, I did, I went to her yoga class. I did whatever she told me to do because I really <laughs> did look up to her as a human being. And um, I learned a lot from her. And to just see her again after all these years, it's emotional. Brings you back. Mm -hmm. Don't you wish you could hug her in person right now? Oh yeah, I do. She looks far away. She looks exactly the same. Isn't that crazy? She does. I know. I love it. Like seeing her with us now, you really don't think she could have played a mother to to any anyone our age. Like yeah. it's crazy. I always love that that she was like so foxy and she got to yeah, the same. Mom. <laughs> mm hmm Well, let's take a break, get you some tissue. <laughs> and we'll come back with fashion, favorite lines. We'll cover it all. <laughs> Before, when I would head out on vacation, I would overpack. I would bring extra essentials, supplies, snacks, because you never know what you'll need when you're away from home. I would too, but that is all in the past because now... 
There is Target Circle 360, you guys, which gives everyone unlimited same-day delivery wherever they go. That's right. If you sign up for that Target Circle 360, you can just order those extra supplies and they'll be waiting for you at your vacay destination. And if you're planning to host this summer, same-day delivery is a party saver. Hosting can be stressful. We all know that. You've got people coming over. It's getting a little crowded. You're not sure if there's enough food or paper towels, etc. Sign up for the new Target Circle 360 today. So you can stock up on food, supplies, pool stuff, and everything in between without interrupting your summer plans. Visit Target.com slash Circle or the Target app for more details. Same day delivery is subject to terms, applies to orders over $35. Enter to win a free cruise for two on board the 90s cruise. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the 90s on the 90s cruise. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interaction, and all-out 90s events and activities. Over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, Color Me Bad, Lisa Loeb, Fastball, CNC Music Factory, Jesus Jones, Digital Underground, Sophie B. Hawkins, and more. Hosted by MTV VJs Downtown Julie Brown and Matt Penfield, plus Lisa Loeb. Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas will be completely transformed to take you back in time for nonstop 90s action. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico, January 31st through February 5th, 2025. Head to the 90s com slash iHeart to enter to win a free cruise for two. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com. One place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabrielle Collins, and this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Colin Bridgerton has returned from his travels abroad. Is betrothal written in the stars for The Eligible Bachelor? Meanwhile, the ton is reverberating with speculation of who holds Lady Whistledown's pen. We're discussing it all. I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more to offer an exclusive peek behind the scenes of each episode of the new season. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Okay, that was a great interview. Love seeing mommy again. Mm. Oh. Should we talk about fashion and, and uh, fashion from this episode? This for me wasn't the biggest like fashion studded episode. I really honestly didn't have any standout moments for anyone. Yeah, it was, it was just like jean, jean and more jean. Denim all the <laughs> Body time. Body suits. Body suits in the jeans. Yeah. 
Yeah, I guess I was more focused on the storyline and the emotional content than I was about what what anyone was wearing. So uh, that's a good Which thing. Which is good. That's a good thing. Yeah. It's a good thing. I know we've talked about it a, a few times, but <laughs> Donna's hairstyle, I, how did you get the side like I don't know how to right, describe so it. I, what was I the legit, side like thing and then you're then it was all all to once I can't even so, describe like, it. I can't do it right now. Sorry, I have no makeup on right now. Wait. Uh so I literally would hold the sides out. Where I'll I would hold the sides out, spray it till it like was dried and then let it go same with this side and then right here <laughs> like it's so iconic nobody else did it though it was just donna isn't that weird like i don't even know like they would give me a beautiful like blowout because my hair is actually wavy so a big blowout and then i would go Pfft. they always knew they would just like hand me the hairspray like here she goes oh, so you would do it yourself the hairspray yeah oh yeah mm-hmm it was like crazy. I think I had to wash my hair every night because it was so sprayed so hard that you like couldn't move it. Did any of you have a favorite line? I always remember um, no one gave a rat's ass about Scott until he died. But it always mm-hmm. stuck out to me. It was like poignant and it was a great performance. But I was like rat's ass. I don't know. What's, yeah, where'd that come from? You don't give a rat's ass. Yeah. <laughs> Why that? Like, especially teens. Do teens say rat's ass? I don't know. <laughs> Sounded like an older term. I think I'm going to try using that today. I don't give a rat's ass what we have for <laughs> dinner, <it>. guys. Hmm? <laughs> one of my favorite lines was um, a pretty obvious one. It was when um, David was having his little blow up in the DJ booth, um, having a little breakdown. And he said, uh, it doesn't matter what people say about them when they're gone. What matters is how you treat them while they're still here. Ooh. What a really important statement. Very true. That was a great line from that. Something I think people always remembered. Mine is also from David. And it was, I promised his cousin I'd teach him how to freak. <laughs> I almost picked that one too. It stood out to me just because <laughs> I was like, hmm, what's freak? And then I realized, oh, that's like a day. A, was that a dance? Like a popular? And then Brenda's yes. like, I'll, I'll handle that. <laughs> it's just like a freak is when you're like, uh, 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 freak it. Freak no. is like, um, I don't know. It's more with your hips. It's almost like m- motioning. <laughs> I want you to do it. I want you to stand up. Yeah, stand it. up and do it for us. <laughs> I don't have pants on, first of all. <laughs> what? <so. laughs> No, I am nine months pregnant. No There's... pants whatsoever. You're just sitting there. <laughs> the house is like 68 degrees and I'm like burning up still. Are you legit <laughs> sitting there in a t-shirt in your underwear? In an in oh. LA Dodgers t-shirt too. I would call them booty shorts. Ooh, but <laughs> I'm crushing on you right now. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> this has got a booty shorts on. Look out. It's the middle of summer and You're I'm such so a pregnant. I love that. <laughs> oh my God. So good. Okay, everybody, get ready for the next episode. It's a doozy. Episode 15, Euphoria. This is one of my all-time favorite episodes to film ever. So excited. Ooh, let's find out why next week. Before, when I would head out on vacation, I would overpack. I would bring extra essentials, supplies, snacks, because you never know what you'll need when you're away from home. I would too, but that is all in the past because now there is Target Circle 360, you guys, which gives everyone unlimited same-day delivery wherever they go. 
That's right. If you sign up for that Target Circle 360, you can just order those extra supplies and they'll be waiting for you at your vacay destination. The only thing better than getting delivery from Target is getting unlimited same-day delivery from Target. So if you're planning a getaway, sign up for the new Target Circle 360 today. So you can stock up on food, supplies, pool stuff, and everything in between without interrupting your summer plans. Visit Target.com circle or the Target app for more details. Same-day delivery is subject to terms, applies to orders over $35. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results like more time and range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom. Enter to win a free cruise for two on board the 90s cruise. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the 90s on the first ever sailing. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interactions, and all-out 90s activities. There'll be over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, and more. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico on Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas, January 31st through February 5th, 2025. Head to the 90 slash iHeart to enter to win a free cruise for two. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic, Onobotulinum Toxin A, and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast.